Thank you for listening to a dog training podcast that is like no other. We talk real, we share information based on 25 years of training dogs and working with their owners. Sit back and enjoy our podcast that will create more questions than you started with. If you find yourself wanting more, please join us in our dog community at dogtraining360.com and ask all of your questions. We hope to see you there. Hi y'all, this is Joe Dickinson, dog trainer of 25 years, dog behavior specialist, cowgirl, horse trainer, animal and people lover, book author, entrepreneur, and business owner. I am talking to you from, well, anywhere in the world actually. I do travel a lot. But my home base is my family ranch in Ogden, Utah, where I live with my humans, our five dogs, seven horses, three cats, and many sheep and chickens. My passion is helping people build the human-animal bond through connection and training. I love teaching people how to train their own dogs, and my specialty is knowing that there is not just one way to do this. Dogs and people are all individuals. My goal is to help you find methods and tools that work for you your dogs, and your current life situation. I'm a published author of the book, available on Amazon, Training Through the Eyes of Your Dog. I am excited for you to join me in Dog Training 360, where I will share my successful tips and training methods gained by working with thousands of dogs and their families for over two decades. I can't wait to go on this journey together with you and your dog. Hi everyone, this is Dr. Rebecca Dixon, pediatrician, dog trainer, horseback rider, and animal lover talking to you from Costa Rica where I live with my family including Oxford the Border Terrier and Mocha the German Shepherd. In my United States-based pediatric medical career, I spent 23 years working to improve the lives of children and their families, first through public health research and then as a pediatrician. I spent eight years as an ICU doctor taking care of children and their families during the most challenging times of their lives, and then three years as a community-based general pediatrician. I am a pediatric researcher and published author in the areas of teenage parenting, adolescent health, and pediatric traumatic injury. In the summer of 2021, my wife and I officially embarked on a new adventure by retiring from medicine and moving from the United States to Costa Rica with my 80-year-old mother. Today, I am thriving by immersing myself in a brand new culture and language, learning new sports like surfing, growing vegetables in our yard, and playing with our dogs on the beaches and tropical jungles that surround our new home. For the past 12 years, I've been a boots on the ground, regular dog owner, just trying to work full time and learn how to raise and train my own dogs, including a leash reactive rescue dog and two puppies. Through my life in medicine and my life as a dog owner, I know based on research and personal experience that dogs contribute positively to human health. I am super excited to join Dog Training 360 so that I can share my tips, tricks, and learnings with you so that you can improve the relationship that you have with your own dogs. Welcome everybody to another episode of Dog Talk with Rebecca and Joe here. We're going to be talking about dog fitness. And it's funny that we are talking about dog fitness on my end of things because I'm really not a fitness person. Um, I'm an active person, um, but I am not a runner, a worker outer, a nutrition uh, snob. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it other than I think that we hear all the time in our worlds that we need to stay fit and we need to work out and we need to, you know, our dog needs to um, stay fit and we need to make sure that our dogs don't get over overweight and um, 
be careful what you feed them and feed certain ways and don't run your puppy until they're two years old. And there's all kinds of funny things around, you know, as I air quote fitness. Um, and so it, to me, it's a, a topic that I feel like we need to talk about because I get asked about it all the time. And it's something that I am not um, passionate about as the word fitness. Um, now, Rebecca, on the other hand, you do go running, you have a home gym, um, you're active, but you also do a lot of working out, doing doing your thing. It's something that you um, enjoy doing. So I'm going to um, kind of turn things over to you a little bit on some of the fitness things that you do that includes your dog, um, but also um, are some of our... Uh, courses that we have coming up is dog fitness and games yep. and you are doing that because it's something that you really do a lot with your dogs yep. and and on that you know I do do herding with my dogs and they do stay fit sure. it's just not into the realm of what we think of the word fitness as so I want to start with you and then maybe we'll end with some of the things that I do with mine that maybe don't fit into the bubble of of fitness yeah um, so let's get into kind of your life and, and the fitness stuff with your dogs. Yeah, um, I definitely do not think of a certain, you know, number of miles that my uh -huh. dog should run. I, I'm, I know there are people out there that do that. And yeah. I am much more on your mm -hmm. line of uh, or scale of, of the um, bell curve there. Yeah, um, that more my interest and my passion with my dogs is getting them out and about and doing things that we enjoy doing together. Yeah. And um, those things for me are walking or running on the beach. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, we take them to Tai Chi and that's fun. We take them to yoga sometimes and that's yeah. fun. We do have a home gym and have a um, virtual trainer that we've worked with for years uh -huh. and um so they come to our little gym with us and they always have yeah. from the time they were puppies and so it's more an interactive thing yeah. that I do with my dogs mm -hmm. more than oh my gosh I gotta get my dogs out and exercised right. um as evidenced by the fact that they come to our home gym with us they're clearly not lifting weights right um right. they're they're hanging out while we're while yeah. we're lifting weights yeah. but it gives them something to participate yeah. in and I load them up on things yeah. and I get them kind of involved I move them around you know yeah. go over there go over there you know and you're going to be doing some of the courses with with some of the fitness and balance balls and Correct. stuff like that just strength wise and stuff like that as well because you do have the home gym yeah and and you have those tools that you can do that um which I and and that's kind of more of what I what I meant is, yeah you know you you fit into kind of more of what a fitness um person is because we don't even have I mean I've yeah. got a yoga ball because I like yoga but that's it you know yeah. I mean it's it's um I like how you said that it's more about being out and about and the things that you guys do I mean you're hiking you're running you're you're going to tai chi but you also go out and about yep. in a very active way yep and and I think um that it's important to for me to think about it in that way for my dogs mm -hmm. because I have two very different dogs. Mm -hmm. um, I have a three and a half year old German Shepherd who could 
run probably all day yeah. long and not even seem to be tired. And then I have a five-year-old border terrier who technically we remind him he's bred to run with horses <laughs> right. on the fox hunt yes. and keep up with the horses. But his, his personality at five is much more of a, a lap dog. Mm-hmm. Um, he loves to run and he loves to play, but he, he's not going to go out for a 10 mile run. And yeah. so I, I take that into consideration yeah. with, with them. But, um, I also, as a, as a doctor, um, truly believe in, mm-hmm. in health and, and fitness in the more air quotes way than in the, you know, we've got to go for an hour to the yeah. gym way. Um, because I, I believe that being, being healthy, being air quotes fit, mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. active is yeah. maybe more the right I like terminology, mm-hmm. um, does contribute to health for humans. 100%. And then we just have to generalize that to animals. Yeah. There's no way to say that that doesn't transfer to yeah. animals. Yeah. And so just like I'm happier and feel better if I get outside and go for a walk or do something active, I'm sure my dogs mm-hmm. also feel better. Mm-hmm. And so I, I take it that way too. And so this fitness um, the fitness courses that we're rolling out are, yeah. are going to be fun yep. um, because they're in that vein. Yes. Um, yep. There's no way that I'm going to be saying like, if you, you know, my border terrier should do 10 pushups a day yeah. or anything like we're that. Pull the 10 pound kettlebell <laughs> right. five feet. No, yeah. Um, but it's more along the lines of getting them moving, mm-hmm. getting their joints moving, getting yeah. them limber, stretching, kind of like we would yeah. do with yoga yeah. um, and, and balance and core strength. Yeah. Um, and I think it'll be fun. Yeah, it, it'll be, it'll be awesome. I think the one thing that um, to me, as you said, you know, we, we should be healthy and, and fit for, you know, whatever your body type is and whatever that, that is, you know, and that being said, if we took human beings out of the dog's equation, and I do say this statement a lot, like I really try and think like, you know, if, if I was not involved into her life and she was just a raw dog of who, you know, Caroline is, you know, she would be maybe catching, you know, maybe three or four birds a week and, and very lean eating. Um, and so we don't feed our dogs lean. We feed them kibble and we feed them twice a day and there's a plethora of food. And so I think it's more natural and we should exercise our dogs to some extent, um, whether it's keeping them limber. So when we do go out that they don't injure themselves, but we should keep our dogs fit because we've made, we, we feed them differently than if we were not involved in their life. Right. And so they naturally would stay lean. They naturally would stay fit because they're on the hunt right. and traveling sometimes hundreds of miles for food. Yeah. Um, and water, you know, so we feed them different lifestyle is different. And so we should exercise them in some way, shape or form, because we've created it. Right. Yeah. Very similar to our human condition right now, right? Mm -hmm. If we were out on the plains hunting, we wouldn't need to go to the gym or right. Yeah. Or intentionally go for a run. Yeah. Because we're getting it. But here we have McDonald's and whatever else we eat are are packaged foods from Costco. And um, so we need to take a little responsibility and get out there. 
yeah. and, and exercise because we're not getting it when we hunt. Right, right. And, so and I think that the, you know, the fun thing that we have to look forward to, Rebecca, is you taking us on this journey in, you know, getting our dogs, um, not getting them fit, but things that you can do to keep your dog fit um, as it relates to going out and about um, from going out and about, but also, you know, s- taking us on some of your journeys of running on the beach um, with them and things that you have them do there, but also, you know, what's going to happen in the gym and some of the games that you play in there with them to keep them, keep them fit yeah. so that, you know, they're not injured when they do go out running yeah. or, you know, swimming in the ocean or, you know, whatever that is, it, you're, it's important to be fully balanced and rounded with what we do, just like it is for us as humans running every day, 10 miles isn't necessarily good for us and we should have some stretching and some you know isolation of of exercising and all of that in there so it'll be a fun fitness course to take where you know how can can me and my dog maybe what can we do to be fit together because that's what I feel like you do with you and 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 Anne and the two dogs yeah it's this fun, active thing that happens that there's fitness involved in it. Yeah, because it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think as, um, along the same lines, something that I try to think about that I hope I hope our listeners um, think about too is the weekend warrior phenomenon where yeah. um, I can definitely see a situation where, you know, maybe I'm going out to the beach every day without my dogs because I'm a surfer or I'm going to the ski mountain multiple times a week because I'm a skier snowboarder Mm -hmm. um, or a skydiver or pick a sport that doesn't include dogs and you know I'm really into that sport horseback riding for example Um, and then the weekend comes and I say you know I want to go hiking with my dog um, and just recognize that if your dog hasn't been active all week then mm-hmm. then it's not fair to them to to take them right. on a 10 mile hike probably yeah. so if so i like to say this piece of it in in our conversations and our training videos and podcasts think of the big picture of what you want with your dog mm-hmm. so if your goal with your dog is to go on weekend hikes in the utah mountains do factor that into their quote yeah. fitness yeah um because if you just take them out on the weekends just like it would be hard for you to hike only on the weekends without right. the middle of the week skiing or horseback riding or whatever it is um it's going to be hard for them so so yeah. think big picture for them help them with what you want them to do right um if you're going on a big journey over the summer mm-hmm. upcoming you know you're going to bring your dog on a cross-country trip and go hiking yeah. all summer with them well they start to, to get them too. start prepping them this yeah. winter yeah um yeah because they they have muscles just like we do yeah yeah and and they're sedentary just like we are right more than they they would if we were not involved and then the other thing you know as it relates to fitness and we've you know talked about nutrition and and all of that is, you know, I just want to throw in a plug there that, you know, don't exhaust your dog to the point that they're, they just, it's too much for them. Yeah. Um, and also make sure they're getting plenty of sleep when you're exercising, 
and you're not sleeping, your body is hurting and you get, you face the consequences of it. So it's the same for them too, is making sure that they get the sleep that they need so that their body can recover and be prepared for the next day or every other day type of thing. So phase into it, but also make sure they're getting enough sleep. Just yeah. as, it's just as important as nutrition and, and hydration. Great point. Thank you for being a part of our dog training podcast. Our goal is to help you train through the eyes of your dog. We want you to go on amazing adventures and accomplish all your dog training goals. For more dog training adventure, read our blog and join our dog training community at dogtraining360.com. You can find us on Instagram at dog underscore training underscore 360 and all other social media channels from TikTok to LinkedIn under Dog Training 360. We would love it if you shared your dog training journey with us. Now let's get into training.